0: This is The Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website theadventurersvault.com for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open the adventurer's vault.
1: Uh, so hey guys, it you know it's kind of a, 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 an occasion for us. We are right at our second year anniversary. Ah yeah. Two years ago we started dropping episodes. And, uh, I mean, honestly, I didn't know I'd ever, we'd ever get this far. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> really think about year two. <laughs> I wasn't certain we'd get a month to. He's like, you
2: fuckers, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'll be lucky if I get a month out of this damn. He,
3: here's my introspective on it. We've had like two years of episodes and only like two weeks of treasure. So, yeah, you didn't think far ahead at all. Mm-hmm.
2: I
1: mean, I thought it was going to be a short
3: campaign. Yeah, we'll get this yeah, you no forgot to...
2: Guys, here's a lesser healing potion. Congratulations, <laughs> you did well. We're level nice, 12. Nice fighting that dragon. He's mm-hmm. been trying um... to TPK us for 48 months now. <laughs> oh, wait, there's also some gold. You got 17 silver
4: pieces. You guys got 17 silver pieces and lesser healing potion for fighting that dragon. <laughs> Hatham died. <laughs> he is gone. <laughs> oh, my God, they killed
3: Hatham.
0: But his potions are good for another 12 hours. <laughs> Don't oh bogey, that's her healing question, Actually, man.
3: like, Haytham's dead body and those 12-hour potions would be the greatest treasure hall we've had. <laughs> that's
4: right. That's right. Do you know how much we could sell those organs
3: for? Jesus. <laughs> Where's the bandit? This Greyhawk. Let's hey, sell mo- the bodies of the Asmodeus lady, here's Haytham's body. He's just like, I have a use for this. Wow, wow. doom, 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 doom. I don't my need ins- to animate my the insurance
2: whole policy. I, bring me back. I don't need to animate the whole body; just
3: certain parts. <laughs> it's a much cheaper spell.
2: I'll take
0: what I'm, I can get.
3: I'm gonna rule 34 of that one right there. <laughs> Look, I brought him back, and it's some sort of flesh golem. Hatham and he's like, tell me, kill me,
2: <laughs> kill me!" It's all penis. It's strange. Surely that's not right.
3: And this is what we get for two years of podcasting <laughs> right, right here. The pro- uh, the look, problem- look
2: at the codpiece on <laughs> that Ethan flesh golem. Damn.
3: The problem is that was Ethan's backup character, which is <laughs> still Hatham, but some sort of grotesque flesh warp That's The thing you can do now that
2: uh,
0: what is it? Not the advanced players guide, but the uh, the ancestry guide. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's absolutely a like flesh golem type. Ancestry.
3: So, wait, Gavin, could you blow Atham up? Does that so? No, wait, if
4: I had, if I was the one who summoned him, I could. Yeah. <laughs> so you could, you I could, could bring him back from the dead using animate dead, and then I could blow him up. Yes, this is coming together.
2: <laughs> is there really a flesh golem ancestor? Yeah. So it's like so. What is it flesh called? golems can procreate? Well, it's <laughs> they have working genitalia. They are able to produce sperm or have a fallopian tube or some shit like that. <laughs> and possibly like several
0: that. genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, I guess you could it's just stitched together stitched as long as with, it's whatever works, they man. They can tack you, on as many like the as they... South a, part
1: thing. Turns out he was his own father. They had both.
0: Yeah, flesh warp. Uh, <laughs> languages, common. Additional <laughs> languages equal to intelligence modifier. Uh, your unorthodox body resists physical afflictions meant for other creatures. Body. Oh. You so, gain a plus one circumstance uh, bonus to saves against disease and poison. So you got that going for you.
2: Which is nice. No? So, yeah. so, so what they're saying is, I'm sorry, but they're, you're not like like your ancestor down the road was a flesh golem. Y- you have had some weird shit happen. Oh, together. yeah. You should see the art for it. <laughs> well,
5: <laughs> no, no,
3: no, thing, thank you. They don't use a race anymore. They use the term ancestor. Right, race, so. right. But I'm just saying. I'm so sorry. what if you're an Orthodox yeah. golem, though? Uh, then you wear the little collar <laughs> and you have a beard. Yeah. What
0: other highlights are there for that takes one? Is just hey, a yeah, one here's, snip. here's one of the pieces of art.
2: Just pass that around. <laughs> yeah, that's think, all, that's think, all fucked up. Take
1: a hit off that shit.
2: Jesus Do you get any other, Christ. Are s- there cool special that's, abilities for being a flesh warped uh, yeah. person? <laughs>
0: there are various <laughs> feats
3: attached to you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, that's. That's disgusting. Thank
0: That's you. it's in the book as like you wanna play as this thing? Like you know how there's you'll look at the elf ancestry and it's like a cool elf with a bow doing tricks. And this one's like I got for a, money? I got a face on my stomach.
2: Mm-hmm. Is it named Quado?
3: Cuado, I was thinking of Quado. <laughs> is three breasts an option? I mean I do or, illusions. Tricks are what a prostitute does for money. <laughs> or candy. Well, why not both? <laughs> is, is, wait a minute, is that uh from uh, the um, show. Yes, it's from, it's
2: <laughs> it's from the show. <laughs> it's from Arrested Development. Yeah, I got the <laughs> Gavin Penn's kicking in. I do
3: illusion. Love that show. Yeah, that's
2: my show.
1: So, uh, you know, I got to honestly say, I didn't think we'd make it here, but here we are, and we seem to be going strong. Because we're stubborn, uh, motherfuckers! Is, is
2: that what you call this, yeah, Richard? That's, is that what this nonsense it's spin, is, Tim? spin, Sean. It's yeah. called
1: spin. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: almost kept I'm, your mouth, your face straight. I am practicing my that. marketing game, oh, okay. so that's spin right sorry, there. Yeah, I'm
3: sorry to interrupt. Two years later, none of us <laughs> still have a life. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, we did have a, a bit of a rough year with uh, I don't know, something happened that made it difficult to get together re- and record at times. Hemorrhoids. Yes. It, <laughs> Definitely.
2: <laughs> Didn't know those were
3: catching. Turns out. It turns out you can share them a lot. Yeah. Just like the herpes. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, don't put your butt in the punch.
2: <laughs> Not again. Never again. I know this now. <laughs> that, doesn't, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't like I don't like think that. that works, right? So there's a t-shirt. Don't put your butt in <laughs> punch. I think of the illustrations we could do. Yep, Gavin's Gavin's weeping openly into his. He's got his face in his hands. And uh, For like the third time in ten, Doug, minutes. tears are just running Doug down his face.
3: Write and tell us if that works or not.
2: <laughs> Gavin's friends are like, "Hey, do you still do that podcast?" He's like, "Oh no, nope, 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 nope. no, done to go. Nope, No, no need to di- Look on the internet. I died. No, Nick, <laughs>
4: Nickel still listens. He knows. Uh, yeah. he knows. I need to take. <laughs> I need to take him out back and finish him so, so he can, won't. just no, put him out the, of his misery. Don't
3: drop our listener count drastically." <laughs> there go
4: half our listeners right there
3: <laughs> it's at least 10% if we lose one
2: Shit. yeah we can't have
3: that <laughs> yep
2: I have other questions the fun. but I, I don't think fun they're fun. relevant anymore <laughs> alright Richard you want to try again go no. where you were going with that no, go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> so it's been a year you didn't think that this would happen but we're still going strong you say <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, we're we're. I think we're done here. I think Didn't you did have it. some questions or something? No. You to God, on? you're shit at preparing things. <laughs> you, would you like uh, we've learned re- that in two years. You're terrible at preparing would shit. Would you
2: like us to reflect on the last couple of years?
1: If you would care to reflect, uh, feel free to p- turn that mirror
3: upon yourself <laughs> and tell us what you see. It's hideous. <laughs> Nothing. I'm a vampire. <clears throat> oh, a character drop. <laughs> oh, Roddy's
2: right, a vampire now. Is this going to change his accent? Do we have to get used to the new yes. one. Yes. <laughs> Do you know how many orcs I have killed? One. One orc uh, has uh, been uh,
3: killed. Uh. Two, two. I will not count my treasure. Vaughn.
0: Vampires it. weak to running water. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
3: yeah. 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 You guys are terrible at bluff check. <laughs> <laughs> how did he not die? Look at him majestic on the bow of the
4: boat. <laughs> 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 we, you literally wrote on the back of a dinosaur underwater. You would have died. I screamed the whole time. You guys just weren't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah, ah, it hurts. <laughs> oh uh, the seagulls listen <laughs> to their
2: beautiful cry. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you guys hear something? No nah, Roddy's always saying some shit. We're He's ignoring. I mean, we're screaming about it's something. Or another. Just it's just Roddy. The only way you make it through is just you guys like
3: ignoring it. MCU character needs some <laughs> goddamn counseling.
0: <laughs> yeah, two years is uh, the longest I've played a single character. So it's kind of cool, you know. Like I, <laughs> I usually I'm in the GM seat for any you know significant length of game. So it's kind of cool playing one character for this long, you know. Like it's gonna be weird. Brad's drinking over here, and <laughs> it's gonna be weird. uh Like not playing Hatham at some point. Oh, jeez. Brad <laughs> <laughs> just slammed a monster dream and then
3: smashed it into his forehead.
2: He's like, I got some shit I want to say. I'm floor. getting this shit out
3: right now. I'm calling <laughs> you motherfuckers out. Admittedly, to your point, uh, yeah, this is also the longest I've ever played one single character. Yeah. You usually make sure I fucking don't play em. one longer than that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I believe there's some tension here. <laughs>
0: I got some shit I gotta say. Let's, let's not <laughs> bicker and argue over who killed who.
4: I'm, I'm sorry, Nickel, because Nickel's out there with like, probably saying, like, yelling for Brad to keep preaching at this point. <laughs> I, I may yeah, or may dude. not have murdered three of his characters at this point. Ah, my boy. <laughs> I, can't,
3: I can't murder anyone legit either when I run. I have to like cheat. Like, bad.
4: Like. I, I'm just saying the first book and a half of Kingmaker was real tough for this group. I remember my first campaign. <laughs> <Come on>. <laughs> <laughs> How far along are you on that,
2: King, Kingmaker?
4: Uh, we've yeah. just finished book three. Is that the right. two-week conversion or the,
2: yes. the original? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that is a solid adventure. Good time. We When we played, it was run by you know, Ken, so he's awesome. I Yeah. Fond-ass memories of that. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I do have to say I like that Paizo um. Is experimenting with shorter campaigns these days, too, because mm-hmm. six adventures is a big commitment. Admittedly, but that that one's kind of worth it.
3: You, know? you, you get a lot of mileage out of a
1: six book campaign. You do like, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was kind of their bread and butter to begin with. I mm. mean, they're branching yeah. out, but. Those were what made Paizo, Paizo.
2: You, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, they had that deal when they were running uh, Dungeon Magazine, mm-hmm. and they started putting in some long-form adventure paths where, like, you know, for, for a whole year, we're going to give you one adventure every month that will eventually get you to around 20th level. And so they came off of that whenever um, Wizards fired them, and they're like, we're going to form our own company. And they're like, we're going to do the same thing. We're started, you know, instead of, you know, we cut our teeth, essentially, not cut our teeth, but we got a lot of good press and and popularity from these long-form ones and they I,
3: did. I don't think it's particularly valuable but i have a copy of uh rise of Lords one the original book oh you? yeah, yeah nice. um, and, and
2: th- it was in 3.5 because yeah yeah didn't didn't convert i i
3: didn't have uh, it was the whole set actually i didn't have the money oh, to yeah. buy one through six so yeah. i got the first one that's cool y- you know brad and i were talking before
1: about you know back in like TSR, we're referring to that and how rare it was that somebody was both creative and good at running a business mm-hmm. and Paizo, like a lot of their success, Lisa Stevens, like she is very business savvy. Mm. I don't know that she is the savviest person when it comes to the, the creation of such the, the games, but she's always had strong people doing that. You know, the, the you know the Mark Morlands and the mm-hmm. the people like they they do it well. And then she runs the business, you know, because she came from Vampire. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that right. was where she cut her teeth and ran a very successful business. And then she left there, and the business was no longer successful. Uh, and then paizo has been her thing, and she she's really good at it. Um, I've only met her once in person, so I don't know much about her. I've
2: but, seen her at Gen Con or two. I don't think I've ever yeah. talked to her.
1: Uh, I had a, br- a very brief hello. Uh, with her once years ago. Um and she seems nice, but she definitely knows her stuff when it comes to running to running the business.
2: Well they call her like Aunt Lisa or mm-hmm. something like that. Doesn't isn't cause I think she runs like a Q and A at Gen Con every year. It's like sit down with Aunt Lisa and she'll talk
3: about running the show. Yeah, I've only seen mostly I've seen her at Gen Con and Jason Bowman high fiving each other over stacks of cash. <laughs> it's just like yeah, as, you know. as
2: people are lined up, yeah. um, you know a to 20 deep trying to get in the do- nearest door to the Paizo booth yeah. so they can rush in and snatch the uh, latest whatever and they will and be a fucking 15 foot by 15 foot pallet of the latest yeah. rule book and and people just can't wait
1: But it's amazing how much you know I've gone to Gen Con for a long time and seen it change a lot over the years But the years that the Paizo dropped first edition mm-hmm. i would never seen like them just take a basic booth fill it full of pallets and then slowly watch those pallets disappear over the course of a day. Yeah. And, you know, cause usually like everybody's got their cool new product and they've got stacks of it, but they were literally just wheeling in pallet after pallet mm-hmm. and they were just going, I mean, just disappearing. Like it was nothing. And that was the year that I realized that like Gen Con is something different than it used to be mm-hmm. yeah.
2: uh, in a
1: good way. But, you know, nobody ever sold that many copies of something
2: that large before, uh-huh. I remember uh, exactly what you're talking about. I also remember Jason Bulman standing in the midst of this of this crowd that's just surging around him, you know, straining to reach their hands into the pallet to get their copy of the book, and he's he's literally cackling like a supervillain, <laughs> like he's standing there going ah ha, 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 with his hands in the air. It was Mark. speaks to speaks to how great the product is. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. give those guys credit, man. Uh, uh, they, I mean, they, they, they do, they, they deserve quite and a day. good organized play system too. I mean, it's not perfect. No organized play system is, um, you know, even, even in, in the best of its heyday, you know, even, you know, Greyhawk, um, my beloved living Greyhawk had, had its issues, but, um, but they, you know, generally solid adventures. A lot of people having a good time. And if you're into living campaigns, I mean, they we, do it well.
3: We played a lot of society. Yeah. Are you a four or five star judge? um
1: i i have the a number to get to my five star yeah like i have i've judged the amount that you need but then you have to go through like the yeah. actual process of the they, like somebody has to come and sit with you so many times so i've never done all of that but i have the like i i've judged the number of games that you need a, so technically i'm a four star I'm a two
3: or a three i don't remember yeah yeah we, I, we play a lot uh, of society like
1: yeah, it was funny because, um, you know, I, I've been dipping my toe back into that water a little bit lately, and Sean's been been in on that, and, uh, you know, you have to have your little society number so they can log it, and and, and my number is not the lowest number out there, but my number is pretty low because I know Sean's is much lower, but there's several people in that group where you look at the number they issued, and we're like, we got those really
3: fucking early. Yeah. I love my number. It's 34555. Five, five. No, it's yeah. the easiest fucking thing I remember.
2: 69, 69. Ah! <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, isn't
1: yours? Are you in the three thousand, Sean? or are you are you lower than
2: that? Um, yes. I'm trying to remember what it is. I'd have to look it up once upon a time. I could have rattled it off just like that, but um, yeah. It's 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 low thousands. Yeah, and that's you know sometimes it's kind of fun to be able to like you
1: know look. My number has fewer digits than yours do by far. So
2: Wait, well, you know, I mean, it was. Uh, let's give credit to Bob Blakey who um. Uh, came down to the club back in the day, and he's like, "Hey, they got this new campaign called Pathfinder. I'll run you through the first few." And uh, I, I remember him running uh, "Frozen Fingers at Midnight," um, mm, yeah. which was one of those great uh, year. Was it year they call it Year Zero, or Year One. I forget Year Zero. They yeah. call it um, and um, which,
1: which honestly, um, some of those are still the best ones because they were. It was uh, the Wild Wild West, Black Waters.
2: Uh, the one set in the mm-hmm. underneath the the necropolis mm-hmm. underneath the school. Uh, Miss Mwangi Miss Mwangi's great. I ran that one so often that it was like, hey, I I think I forgot to bring my copy of the adventure. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Let me sketch out the Black Cross Museum. We played, by the way, a Pathfinder uh, 2.0 um, living game the other day that you, had a segment set in the Black Cross. Hey, surprise! Bad shit happens in the Black Cross Museum. Uh, something awful happens because it always does.
3: So, you know, we all have a abiding love of, of Um What's a, what's a good moment for your Kingmaker game
4: the you want to tell us about? Because you, you told me a lot of stories about it. I would oh. have a good chuckle. Okay. Um, so, like, with my Kingmaker campaign, um, particularly, like, one of the things that I love is because... Um, Everyone there is um, very inexperienced, except for my friend Nickel. He's played a lot of RPGs beforehand. But they all are great for one thing. They've been very, very creative and love to roleplay up their characters very well. For example, one of my favorites so far has been Adler's character because she started out playing the cleric that wore light armor and mostly focused on magical stuff rather than trying to be a battle mage and she's the only one who has never had a character death so far and uh, (laughs) she played up on the fact that now her her cleric that has seen some stuff now does not mess around (laughs) like i I love
1: listening to you talk about adler's uh, cleric because every time you come home from a session it'd be like man somebody got uh, so-and-so got messed up and adler was like i'll heal you for a price (laughs) what's in it for me Mm mm-hmm
4: she's really like there have been many a time where she's just like they're like oh my god we're getting so brutally slaughtered and she's like i've only got three heels left so you got to get used to it
3: <laughs> my my love for winning like playing a cleric is far more than my love for like getting paid for it <laughs> it's, it's, so I, I i respect her like business savvy because i couldn't fucking do it yeah. like my desire to, to beat the monsters outshines my like i don't care if you live or die i like that nihilistic mm-hmm. Gen Z over there. Yeah, That's what's
4: going on. Yeah, yeah. you been, get some healing. And you get some healing. Been very uh, mercenary about it. Such so as one of the examples of uh, everyone in the party got down fighting the owl bear at the end of the second book. Mm. Spoilers, oh god! Except for uh, <laughs> except for Nickel and Adler because Adler um, healed herself twice during that.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I I ran that for a group and fucking gunslinger credit and that was it. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, that was the fun one because at the end of that cave, there's a bunch of loot around by where the owl bear lives, and uh, that's when we're at their first suggestion. She's like, "Dang!" So there's uh, 200 gold pieces there and a sword. It's mm-hmm. so dang, we it's dang shame we only found 100 gold pieces laying here. I was Adler the Gray. <laughs>
3: now I'm Adler the White.
0: You know <laughs> now I'm Adler the Green, <laughs> flush with cash. That shit sometimes <laughs>
2: comes home to roost though. There's going to be some yeah. opportunity where they're like, "Oh gosh, she's in real trouble. We could help her." Yeah, we could. We could we <laughs> help her. that is an option that we have but maybe we just pick up the pieces later on hey look she had a lot more loot on her than we thought
4: she would have mm-hmm. anyway heroes mm.
3: are dead is what we're trying to say <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it, yeah,
4: it's been great because so far there have been many opportunities where it's like oh she looks like she could go down here that would be real bad and then she's just like hmm, dang shame I saved a heal for myself he, <laughs> evil gets shit done they, they do I, I fully mm. believe that Nickel's character he's currently because uh, he has had a couple of characters so far He's currently playing a lizardfolk fighter that is a sword and board fighter, pretty similar to Roddy's character. And uh, he may may or may not have flat out mentioned that he just was like, "Dang, that's a good build. I might go <laughs> into that."
3: Hey, thanks, man.
4: <laughs> nice. I'll, and
3: uh, I'll give you my notes or whatever. And so you, you so, have notes. Yeah. Stab, bad guy. Step one. Uh, ac- <laughs> action uh, one. The st- stab. Section or section. Oh, fuck. That that was the best note ever when you helped Nick make his his character for the
1: B team. (laughs) It's like right on the top of the big
3: front. When it's like, do not get into melee. What happens the first thing? Everybody hold the
1: line. Day
3: one at Bard College, it's like, all right, we're gonna learn a lot of things here, but the most important thing: (laughs) stay out of melee. (laughs) Dodge. (laughs) What's the first rule of Bard School? Stay out of
1: melee. What's the second rule of Bard (laughs) School? Stay out of melee.
2: All right, all right, Bards. When you evaluate the battlefield, first thing you want to look for is a big table you can hide underneath, because there's going to be some bad shit, and that'll give you a bonus to your reflex save against a fire.
3: Oh no, I bullshitted my way into complete immunity from that fireball. Mm, Yeah, I remember the, I remember the fight. I can remember that fight. Because sometimes the player makes their bluff. (laughs) check it's like, well, we're launching fireballs from above. Behold a table. Behold (laughs) a halfling. That's right.
2: And it was it was like ever after his uh, coat of arms was a, t- a-, a table emblazoned on a field <laughs> well, of bread.
3: Well, it's funny because like the scenario, if you remember, like you have to impress the barkeep with your bravery for some blah blah for the Pathfinder side, and everyone's like, "Ha ha, you hid under a table," and I'm like, "Yeah, how's my like twenty five diplomacy work?" And they're like, "God damn it!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was
2: it was a memorable.
3: Experience. I hid under the table cool. (laughs) Like, just like laying on the ground, like, oh, you like what you see? I bravely
2: took cover underneath his table while preparing a counterattack that turned the tide of battle in our favor.
3: No, I was like, baby, it's warm under here. (laughs) That's right. Wiggle, wiggle finger. She's like, oh,
5: he, oh, Darb. (laughs) He's so smooth.
3: (laughs) That's how I wrote in the (laughs) headcanon, anyway. (laughs) Darb the Bard, and, uh, uh, yeah. It was like, you did a bad thing, Darb. Yes, but my diplomacy will get me out of it. We know it's true. And Darb writes terrible fanfics. <laughs> we know it's true.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, uh, in answer to your actual question that you asked thirty, <laughs> 30 minutes ago, before eight meanders and a diatribe. Um, uh-huh. I, yeah, you know, it, it really has been remarkable. Um, first of all, you know, it, it seems like we've been doing this a, a long time, and I don't say that like, oh, this is terrible. We've been doing it forever because we also, you know, before we started the podcast, we we had. Um, several months of playtest sessions where we're kind of working the kinks out of the characters and, and, uh, kind of seeing what kind of <clears throat> rapport the group had. Um, so, None. so yeah. <laughs> as, as you can tell from listening to the podcast, um, but you know, it really, the thing I, I, I really just want to say, and I've, I've kind of said this maybe before when we've talked about these sort of things in the past is that you know, doing the podcast is fun. It genuinely is kind of a hoot to get together and and be in front of the mics and and it's fun to have it out there in the world and have people say, "Oh yeah, we listened to your podcast." It was, you know, we were entertained, which baffles us, but still. <laughs> you know, Some, you sure? Yeah, <laughs> our podcast. You listen to it more than once. Damn! All right, um, and, and also, I, I genuinely like listening to it. Um, I, I, I'm kind of entertained by the podcast, mostly because I can't remember recording it, uh, so it's always fresh and and new to me every time I hear it. Um, people come up and say, "Oh, that was interesting when I mean, you guys did this on the podcast." I'm like, "We do what we do." Oh yeah, that sounds interesting. That would make for a great episode. <laughs> That's <of my> <laughs> See what we ought to do. Somebody write this down. We ought to write do this for the podcast. But what I wanted to, to <laughs> what I keep wanting to say, is that it's genuinely been an interesting story and an interesting campaign and um i give credit uh to our judge and to my fellow players who have outstanding characters um and and you know doing really interesting stuff and it's a compelling world and a compelling storyline and i am um i I am um engaged as as a player and i want to see where this thing goes and so to to a large extent the podcast is secondary to the fact that it's a good game and then you know what If, if I think we put, I think it's I think it's a good product. I really do. I don't want to toot our own horn so much, but I think that we we put out an entertaining product. But what's the key to it is that it's a reflection of a good game with good players and a good judge and um, and, and so we all enjoy it and I think that's that's the the key to the to the quality of it, you know. So um I just want to say thanks to all all the fellow players. You know, it's been a weird couple of years for all, for many of us, you know, we've had personal issues, sometimes some health issues. Um I you know what? There was a global pandemic that's been going on <laughs> as well and um you know what a strange time in which to do something so consistently and for so long. Um, you know, especially in gaming terms, when most campaigns fall apart after you know you play successfully for three or four months, and then suddenly nobody can get together anymore, and that's it. It just sort of dies. And it's well, yeah, you know, nice I lo- see it this far.
3: Yeah, you know, to your point, a lot of campaigns end quick. Yeah, a lot of fucking podcasts end quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people don't realize the work that goes in. You know, we get questions about that kind of like, hey, what does it take? Like, give, don't give up. Yeah, you
4: and know and
2: there's another compliment to give because. <laughs> Just keep moving. Well, well you know, you got to be a good storyteller and have a good campaign. <clears throat> also, there's many, many f- probably frustrating hours of editing. Um, <laughs>
3: Sometimes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Jesus some Christ. episodes are better than others. Yeah.
2: And I know both of you. You know, R- Richard does a tremendous amount of it. and Brad does a lot of it too. Um, uh, and I think more and more these days. Uh, but I mean, thank you for your work. Because mm-hmm. I would be weeping in the corner, you know, uh, it, if I had to be doing this. It's editing. one of
1: those things that I, I didn't know going in, and it was one of my first real struggles: is switching from I'm running the game to I'm editing the podcast. Because I, I like I couldn't, I you can't do them the same day, and if you put a couple days in between, it's better because you have to be in completely different headspace. Um, I mean, just to hear your own voice mm-hmm. is like generally grueling and awful, <laughs> and everybody agrees on that. But to be able to. To like, okay, now I'm, I'm editing this and you have to be, try to be objective. That was actually very difficult in the beginning. I've, I've gotten used to it now, but
3: like that's, that's difficult. It's difficult to hear yourself and critique yourself. The, the number one thing I'm proud about after two years is that we have hit our deadline every Tuesday. Y- yeah, y- you know
2: how easy would it be just to go?
3: Oh, sorry, folks, we're going to be a little bit late this y- week, or we'll have a- some some. And shit happens, you know. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. you, hey, we lost the file or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we've never lost a file. Rich has gone to great pains <laughs> to never lose a file. I'm
1: a little paranoid. Yeah, I did have one night. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned the story, but I think I did, um, where I I didn't lose a file because I I actually had it. Um, but I, I misfiled it is what it turned out to be. But when I went to go do the episode, cause we oftentimes record about three episodes in a day. Um, you know, so I, I'll do them in order. And I got to the third one and I just went, all right, I'm going to start re- editing this episode. And I popped them in there and I'm like files empty. Fuck. So I looked everywhere that it should be and I couldn't find it. And I, you know, I went back and like, I, I went to go to the backups and it wasn't in the backup. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I finally, after spending a couple hours of being panicked and just mad at myself, I said, it's late. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to figure it out in the morning. And I I, I didn't sleep. it was the mistake because I spent all night awake thinking <laughs> of ways to try to make this episode happen. I'm like, what can I do? Do we need to re-record some of it? Can I make some of it work on something else? How can I, I can, how can I figure this out? And at like three o'clock in the morning, it occurred to me that I found a flaw in my filing system to where things look similar enough in naming that i'm like wait a minute if i just mistook that folder for another one could i have dumped that into the wrong folder accidentally on purpose thinking it was the right one and i went went in pulled up the folder there was the file and i i lost like so much sleep and fret uh-huh. over that one damn file and it was there the whole freaking time i just dropped it in the wrong folder and that was when i came up with a new system for how <laughs> stuff gets filed <laughs>
2: Bet you it felt pretty sweet when you
1: realized, oh, I've got it. I, I did, but then I was actually mad at myself again. Yeah. for.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I so. say that to say this. The train cars might smell like cabbage, but they run on time. <laughs> Not the <laughs> adventurer's fault. Mmm, <laughs> cabbage. Well, what we're having for lunch, actually. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for the cabbage, Rich. You're welcome. That's, yeah. Uh, well, lots of different kinds. We've got stir-fried cabbage, stewed cabbage, and I like raw stir- cabbage. I like stir-fried cabbage. I do, too, actually.
2: Cabbage is an underrated ingredient in stir-fry.
1: But, uh, you know, I do want to take a moment and thank you guys also for, for being here. Uh, you know, Gavin was giving me crap the other day because we were talking about, you know, that we're all vaccinated now and I'm like, oh yeah. And, and I, I said, yeah, Haytham got his first shot and <laughs> I didn't realize I said it. And, uh, Gavin, my wife both looked at me and they're like, do you mean Ethan? I'm like, yeah, that's what I said, Ethan. And they're like, no, you said Haytham. I'm like, yeah, really? Fuck. Um, but you know, you mentioned a little bit ago it'd be weird to not be Hatham. That is a longstanding joke, though what? the
2: interchangeability between <laughs> Hatham
3: and Ethan.
4: Well, I mean, because you know is just like, oh, well, yes, you see, I I, uh, I like to write it down, and I, because I want to talk about the drink that I'm making and the, uh, what I'm concocting, and then Ethan's just like, oh, well, yes, yes, I want I want to talk about the, the, <laughs> well, the drink that I'm. That's going to why be I don't <laughs> feel bad because even Ethan fucks it up. <laughs> like what's like, my name? Because
3: Hatham has a like a, a voice and a cadence. But then, like, he'll switch to just, like, Ethan talking about something. it's, so, uh, uh yes, yeah, so I had work the other day. I was, uh, <laughs> It's the same point! <laughs> well, it, it, it's great. It really is. It's a I kind
1: just, of Britishy thing, you know? <laughs> look, it's gonna be weird for Ethan to not be Haytham when, yeah. when we get there.
0: My next character is just gonna be a total 1A, just some grizzled. Motherfucker,
2: <laughs> like, I've seen some you're real shit. I mean? Tarnak, right? <laughs> no <kind of>, yeah. <laughs> well, you're also to blame for the name because it's like <laughs> it's like it's like vowel sound, yeah. th vowel sound. Uh, that's so true. you know, I mean, there's no, no, I'm Ethan, like, he's Ethan. <laughs> You know, is there a consonant at the beginning, and, and it's an M and an N at the end? It's one or the other. God yeah. damn it. You're in That's true. I, I
3: couldn't keep the joke up for long, but I, I went back, listened to a couple of the first episodes, and I did a couple things where it's like, yes, Hamish, come. Yeah.
5: yeah.
3: Uh, you did.
1: You know, it's one of the <laughs> things I, I would would wonder uh, if everybody's going back into because I know you dropped hints about Roddy's backstory in a lot of those early episodes, and you just did it breezed Too right subtly. It. Too yeah, subtly. Because I'd hear it, sometimes I didn't even hear it when it happened, I'd hear it when I'm mm-hmm. editing, and I'm like, oh, he listened to that. And I, I thought it would be funny to you know, if you guys ever listened to some I, of those I, did,
3: I didn't do enough fuck ups. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. No, 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 you do a good said, job. You I, definitely I, I do enough fuck I ups. recall plenty of fuck ups. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. I was never like, oi. But like, well, that sounds weird. <laughs> Duke, why did you do that? <laughs> like, no, no reason. <laughs> we Ro-
0: royalty is mysterious. I definitely. do love
3: clams. Well, Doesn't it seem like somebody up.
1: wakes you up for your watch in the middle of night yeah. and you don't jump in the accent
3: right away? And they're like Alder, what the? Well, at the time it was like, yeah, let me wake him up for the watch. It's like, I'm already awake because elves only sleep four hours. <laughs> Weird. I mean, <sighs> beautiful almond shaped eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Good> God. <laughs>
3: I love that those jokes didn't start yeah. till like what episode fifty or whatever. Yeah, somewhere yeah. In there. same eyes. Just you know, now racism. No, it <laughs> they are described
2: as having almond shaped eyes. I am not being racist. It's it, look at the lore. I mean. Oh, look at that. Look at the images. They've
4: got these yes, fucked yes. up, weird alien eyes. No, no, they're... you don't understand. The racism is in the lore. <laughs> you've
3: got some being <laughs> <you've got laughs> character. You've got some pamphlets another... you want us to read. <laughs> <laughs> Christ and Pathfinder are from another planet, right?
2: It, are they not native to Galarian? Isn't, didn't, they, didn't they migrate here from that other planet that they go to whenever the meteor hits? Um, it, yeah, they, they got a weird dark story. Yeah, yeah, they had like a up.
3: Stargate system. Yeah, they did. You know? Yeah.
2: And then they come back they their assholes. Everybody's like, <laughs> "We left during the dark times, and then now we come back, and you people are like lesser." And it's like, "You fucking left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you went well, to during another the dark times what squatters you want
3: from squatters us, squatters, motherfucker." It, in fairness, we didn't think the mud races would survive. That's right. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> this is why you're ex- going to have a terrible time on this planet. <laughs> it exactly, Jesus. That's Galarian, though. This is a whole other yep. place. I want to mention, um, like, um, with all the different characters, I, I don't, I don't know what it is. But I just kind of love Father Becker, partially just because oh. he's like, because it's just Sean. That's the entire <laughs> character. <laughs> well, so you're. <laughs> what about my astounding role playing skills? Don't
2: you see how I inhabit another character? I, I change well, because everything. Because the entire
4: character is like, he's all like, he doesn't know what's going on and all this stuff like that. And then, Sean, you yourself don't know what's it's going on. Generally, the I do not. Art
3: imitating life, imitating uh-huh. art, imitating <laughs> I, life. I will say, I'm amazed to like. All the four characters are still alive, but a lot of that is because Sean has dedicated himself completely to keeping them alive. The, the charlatan just... has dedicated his
2: life to healing and helping others. Th- that wasn't the original plan. I mean, if you look at the build and his, his statistics and all everything, his stats and all that, it, he was originally going to be. I originally planned to have him do um, Thief, uh, yeah. not Thief, uh, but. Rogie uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. do, do Rogie stuff too. And then. Um, actually, I got caught up in the kind of the storyline of, oh, you know, there is some connection with some sort of deity, and there's a mystery here, and I, and the further I go down that path, <clears throat> and not stray to do rogue stuff, um, I, uh, I is making me closer to solving the mystery, and so um, and that's again, I, I think, uh, some good <clears throat> writing on the a part of uh, the judge in, in terms of, uh, um, and again, not scripted. We don't script this stuff, but the idea is that there's an intriguing. There's there's intriguing plot stuff, and um, the the other thing was a practical aspect because it turns out you need a lot of healing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: oh yeah. I, I, Roddy I, just got hit for seventy six points of damage, and if he's dead, then I'm next. Yeah, that, so... there is that. There, yeah. Roddy is a flesh wall between me many
2: times and and death <laughs> by some nastiness. So you know what? If I can pump a few hit points into the boy, yeah. why not? Hit points. Uh, be very clear. That's what I said. <laughs> healing
3: sure. healing him is better than healing me. I
0: mm-hmm. I do like how every character there's you can see ways that the story has impacted every character and like i think yeah. that's part partly that's you know like you said sean good players who react to the story and are willing to take characters and in those interesting directions because of how the story impacts them but mm-hmm.
1: and know, i definitely appreciate like from this side the willingness of players to like go with the flow and adapt and, and change and and let that kind of be a, a combined story. Because it happens the other way, too. Like, mm-hmm. I've changed stories because, like, you guys would do things or things would happen, and it's like, now it has to kind of evolve this way or evolve that way. Uh, so, like, the willingness for players to be able to do that is, is crucial to, to getting a good group.
2: I will say, though, that I appreciate what Gavin said because uh, two things about that. One is that um, you're like, yeah, um, Father Becker doesn't seem to know what to do. And I've realized that it's because Sean doesn't know. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> and I would like to say that at the beginning, that was, you know, oh, we're getting into second edition or we're trying, you know, first edition I haven't played a cleric in a long time. Um, and that was now,
4: I see maybe a small part of it, but, but a lot of it is just, um, I'm a dipshit, and I don't know,
5: <laughs> no, uh, it's sure. just that
4: sometimes the, med hit, the meds are right. hitting a little harder than others, so it really uh, plays to the, like, <laughs> Father Becker just kind of coming in and out of these mm-hmm. things, which is kind of like... The
3: story is a man in a world too big for himself just trying to find a way. Sure. Also yeah. the podcast, too. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> the the other aspect though is when you said that a lot of Father Becker is, is in me. I will share something, and is that I, I long ago realized that that um, the, the characters that I play in role playing games. I've been playing a lot of role playing games for a long time. They're just they're all aspects of my personality. And, and most of them are dipshits. They just, <laughs> <laughs> they, they are, they, they are, skinny. they are, they are fucked up in some way. And and I think what it does is by playing them, I get to I get to explore that aspect of my personality.
4: I, it is way better and to play a character who has lower or equal I, intelligence to yourself than it is to try and play one who is higher. <laughs> is,
3: is that not every character though? Like, oh, are yeah. we not all just tapping into something? I mean, I think so. I uh,
4: for one, I see ghost
3: children in real
4: life, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this helps me
3: get like deal with that. That's good. You're always swatting at them. Like yeah. flies, it's weird. You should see. Get them. away, kid. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, though, I They're mean, I, I, yeah. they <laughs> all look like me, which is weird. You say that though, and I
2: and I, and I do think that that to some uh, <laughs> to some degree, everybody's laughing. <laughs> <God> dang, <Brad. laughs> but, but continue. You do see some people who want who get into real radical departures <laughs> from their everyday personalities, and um, I do tend to notice for myself eventually, maybe even g- kind of just gravitate back towards, you know. It's just sort of me, but but others. I mean, I give credit to those people who get deep, deep into these characters with real elaborate backstories and things like that. Um, you know, so but we're looking at you,
1: Brad. We're looking whatever. at you.
2: Well, I mean, it's different approaches. You know, I I, <laughs> I tend to want to walk around in the character for a while to sort of feel them out and and you know walk walk away in their shoes before I kind of understand the parameters of it. Um, but other folks, and again, I give credit to I give credit to Brad and Gavin have really. Lengthy backstories. My understanding is that we're on what, you, you're on your own. You've written seven volumes <laughs> of your character's backstory. Is that
4: correct, Evan? Or no. I have written I have written the backstory for an entire continent. All yeah, bound. Like
3: like Shurian stuff is there, but he's got like way more for Orencia Like volumes, like each sub nation I think has its I, own history. Yes. I, I, at this point, I think we
1: Put
4: the hooks out there for like three Orensian campaigns. Yeah. that could be done. <laughs> Uh, Because I tried to make the. the, I tried to make Arencia so that way Assyrian's backstory could fit into Arencia. Because it's kind of like the thing of like when you make the character, you make the backstory first and then you have to make like the class choices and the feats and stuff like that to make it better. So I'm like, I wanted to make Arencia first, but then I was like, okay, so I'll make Estrella, the nation that he's from. And then I'm like, okay, well, what. I need to make the other nations around Estrella for that to make sense. And I just end up making the whole entire continent with how much, all their stories. How fun and awesome is that, though? Uh, really, it's, it's like, I got this great idea for a character.
2: You know what? I'm going to design a whole fucking continent and a history behind it for the purposes, <laughs> of, for the purposes of making of that backstory character. work. How awesome is that? For, and,
1: and then your dick judge actually writes it into where he really is the center of the universe of that continent. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, and for me, it was like, my, my thing was like, I'm playing a fighter. Fuck. How do I make that interesting? Fuck, I don't know, ghost kids. Yeah. Yeah. That'll work. Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> ghost kids, dad issues. Nailed it.
0: <laughs> I think I drama. I had a little bit more of the like Hates Sean approach to like finding the character and yeah. and seeing an interesting. I was like, okay, that, yeah, that's yeah, you didn't write a
3: backstory thing. either. Not not really,
0: to be honest with you. It was sparse, but the the character was also...
3: Sparse? (laughs) Water in the Sahara. That's sparse. (laughs) I mean... Do you
2: you really need more than a few sentences when it comes down to it? I didn't feel it. But some people don't, and I appreciate that about, like... But like at the same time, like that's the problem. There there needs to be a,
1: a, a middle ground because if you give me too much, I can fuck with you really hard. with that. If you don't give me enough, then I can fuck
3: with you really hard with that. <laughs> For me, it's funny. The like four of us sit in a pattern that I'm like, uh, like Gavin's to my left has written the most. Like then is me. It was written like the second most or like the second most. Like Ethan who does like. A little more freeform, and then Sean is the best at just going with the flow, freeform. I'm just making it up. And then, you know, well, it. yeah, no, but you're good at it. Uh, you're bet you're the best at it. Like that's always been your thing. I'm just lazy. Yeah, but you st- like you. are good gotten gotten at, very it. Efficient at being lazy. <laughs> yeah, I did kind of you to say that? It's like the guy at work yeah. is like he's lazy, but he gets
2: shit done. When you have no preparation at all, you, get, you gotta get good at making it and, up on and the fly. It's sort of like a, a sliding scale or whatever, you know. Uh, I will say this, though, too, by the way, Richard, uh, (laughs) you know, just because of, I think, the circumstances of of my particular situation where I didn't know how to be a cleric initially, so I think you got to, to, and that gave you room, you got to fuck with me first. But yeah. I am especially pleased at how much you have been fucking Ethan lately. Oh, man. Oh, his, the,
0: the, you mean lately for the last like
2: 130 but <laughs> Right. But, but my, my point is that it started a little bit later and then grew in intensity. Yeah. And it's been like
4: an exponential
2: yeah, curve yeah. upwards. And the, you know, I got some well, of the earlier, yeah, but the, man, you were getting it now, So My sir. favorite part
1: was like, you know, how easily he got talked into getting that sickle thinking, this is a cool magic yeah, item. I don't, oh, I don't know, Man, we, and
2: then like sometime later. He was just excited. It was a magic item. You, <laughs> you skin
3: Flint. Uh, he, we cut out like forty minutes. Of, uh, uh, that, that uh, pre- I don't know. How well, how do you know
4: that is predatory marketing tactics? <laughs> targeted someone who could not say no. Yeah. I'm it, sure it'll be fine.
3: You know, from the early days where we didn't trust each other. Like, what do you? What you got a magic power? Where'd you get that shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, like, where'd you get that gun? Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like, oh, what did Hatham do now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, might, what I you, might. What do you mean you lost the demon out of the sickle? I I, I might uh, owe Davy Jones 300 souls. What? what? <laughs> How'd that fucking happen? He well, took
0: advantage know. of my good nature. Nah,
3: well, a bubble I wanted. And, <laughs> and Roddy's like, right, can there be orcs? <laughs> orcs don't have soul. No, no, I'm sorry. sorry. That shit don't fly in 2021. I'm trying to be better. <laughs> They definitely have souls. I can smell them when they leave their body.
2: <laughs> they scream all the way down to hell because they're all evil. That's their nature. They have souls. but I really
3: want more Tarnak <laughs> moments. You know? Tarnak was
2: a cool character. That's, that's racist.
3: <laughs> Knock it off. Roddy. Put a dollar in the in the racist jar. All right, Tarnak. put a
1: gold piece. He's like, I don't fucking have a gold piece. <laughs>
3: yeah. but it's like a clamshell in the jar. Here's what I'll go. Here's some gravel. It's not. That's not <laughs> currency. What else I got, man? I uh, just give it to the father. He'll buy it. <laughs> I like rocks. Is that a jar of gravel? I, I want that. Oh, yeah, sweet. You
2: know, it was funny. I was talking to somebody uh, who had just recently started listening to the podcast, and they were talking about those early episodes, and they're like. A lot of buggery jokes. Like, yeah, yeah, we kind of get away from it eventually. but
3: We've got to get back to our roots. That's right. Gavin's got his head in his hands again.
2: He's like, yeah, yeah. I thought those times were over, but no.
3: That's the mark of a good episode for us is how many times does Gavin almost cry?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The answer is every episode. It's really Mm -hmm. degrees of crying. Is he weeping openly? Is he murmuring in the corner? (laughs) Some weeping, (laughs) some sobbing, some
3: mist. Some buggering. <laughs> and there it is.
0: Okay. Well, on that note, we'll, uh, <laughs> please, we definitely, speaking of getting buggered, Rich. Uh, I see a new, <laughs> new
2: D20 over there. There is
1: you. a new D20, and uh, it has something kind of cool on it.
2: All 20s. Oh, oh it's all yeah. 20s. That's right. Yep. I don't know what's on no, it. No, it
3: it. Uh, he got a, he got a TADV. Oh, I well, see, see.
2: Oh, sorry, I
1: wasn't facing it. Right you way. ordered a custom die. Is that it? Uh, actually, I uh, <clears throat> my lovely wife gave this to me for our two year anniversary and nice. said, uh, "Here you go."
3: Let's give it away. First, <laughs> first caller. <laughs> um, no joy. I love you. <laughs> to totally the, to cool. the
0: first caller, a question: How did you get this number?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> A very particular set of
2: skills. Also, we're recording this months in advance of its (laughs) premiere. How did you know to? Time travel. Babe. Aw, babe. Well, definitely
1: thanks to you guys for uh, helping us get this far for all the work that you guys do. And thanks to any listeners who have been with us along the way. We're sorry. Um, Yeah, we we do apologize for what you've been subjected to. Uh, But if you like some more, (laughs) we've definitely got more coming. Glutton's for Uh, punishment. And hopefully, we'll have this conversation again in another year. Or so, mm-hmm. on the mountain tail,
5: maybe. Yeah. <laughs>